So today we have Good Friday. And in my Good Friday reflection for you today, I want us to consider whether in my flesh, in my weakness, is God there? Is he present in my weakness or is he absent in my weakness and flesh? And if we think more broadly about the world around us today, it's a world that is pretty much experiencing weakness, experiencing, to use that scriptural phrase, the weakness of human flesh. What is God present in that or is he absent? Now the account of the passion that we've just heard read is from John's Gospel. And as we have the account of that horror read to us, in John's account there are two extremes that are continually being interplayed. One extreme is of the kingship of the Lord Jesus and his glory, while the other extreme is of his physicality, the very physicality of his suffering. And those themes run all the way through John. But they tell us something therefore very important about how the Lord is in our own experiences of being weak, our own experience of the frailty of human existence. So, from the very beginning of John's Gospel, he says that God, the Word, became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. We have beheld his glory, glory as of the only Son of the Father. So flesh and glory are there together in John's Gospel from the very beginning. And that the flesh, the physicality of that flesh, is something that John outlines even more clearly than the Synoptic Gospels. And in his description of the Passion, he gives us many physical details that the other Gospels don't. So he records not just that the Lord is insulted and mocked, but that he is slapped across the face. A physical detail, John points out. The flesh points out. That he records not just that the Lord was led out to be crucified, but that he went out carrying his own cross. He records not just that he was crucified, but that the nails went right the way through his hand. He records not just that he hung on the cross, but as he hung there, he experienced thirst, crying out, I thirst. And records not just that he died, but that when he died, his side was pierced with a spear and blood and water flowed from it. With the added detail, not one bone of his shall be broken. So when St. John tells us that God has taken flesh, we're left in no doubt that the flesh he's taken is the flesh that is as weak, as vulnerable, as frail as our own. But at the same time, John's also clear about the glory of the Lord being manifested in all of this. That the glory of God isn't just something seen and spectacular events in the fire on Mount Sinai, in the passing of the Red Sea waters. Rather, the glory of the Lord is something that he's 
chosen to accept our weakness, that in choosing that somehow his glory is manifested, that his glory in this world isn't about worldly splendour, but is in manifesting himself in being involved in our weakness, involved in our lowliness, in having taken our flesh. That he's a God not distant from us, but at one with us. That he's gloried in our weakness, in our flesh. Now that might all seem like something of a contradiction, glory being manifested in weakness. But what enables um, his being weak to be a manifestation of his glory is the fact that he freely chooses it. That how does he use his power? By choosing to become weak. By choosing to become flesh. By choosing to become frail. So to turn again to the details in St John's Gospel, that his account indicates very clearly that God is in charge, that the Lord Jesus is God's made flesh. The Lord Jesus is choosing to enter into this. And many details he spells this out. So when the guards come to arrest him in the agony in the garden, the account makes clear that Jesus is in charge, that he chooses to be arrested, that the soldiers fall down before him. And it's only when he allows them that they get up and arrest him. That John's account notes that before Pilate he is declared king, and he declares himself king, though not a king of this world. That John's Gospel notes that he's dressed in a purple kingly robe, though only to be mocked by it. That John's Gospel notes that he is crowned, though only crowned with thorns as a form of mockery. And before, by Pilate, he is, before the crowd, repeatedly declared a king. And on the cross, as he hangs there, the inscription declares him a king as well. And his final recorded words before he gave up his spirit were words indicating that all of this had been a work that he'd been wanting to fulfill, that he was in charge. His final words, it is accomplished. So he is king. He is in charge, but he uses his kingly power to lower himself and to share the weakness of our flesh. Now, what this means for you and for me is that in our weakness, in our experience of the flesh, when I am insulted and undignified, well, he's granted me dignity. The Almighty is with me. When I'm weak and defeated, well, he offers me strength to be my victory. And when in our world today, our world is weighed down by the burden of its current affliction, he is here among us. The word became flesh and dwelt among us.